0: Hola, welcome to Salvi Mujeres Talk. I am Oti. I am Tati. And we are two mujeres, primas y amigas
1: embracing a Raíces salvadoreñas, Reaching out to share with our Salvi community con la misma
0: curiosidad. Hola comunidad, this is Salvi Mujeres Talk. And we are starting our new, our new episode and where we want to bring back Primo Freddy um, to kind of give us a little bit of la historia, the history of El El Salvador. Um, Along with me, of course, my co-host, Tati. Hi, everyone.
1: How are you? How are you, Oti? And
0: how are you, Freddy? Hi, I'm
2: great. Thank you very much for the invitation.
0: Of Of course. Now, we always enjoy talking to you. I think it's fun. I think we've actually, we've heard feedback, on Yen, um, from our really, our early, early segment that we had with you that, um, you know, they really like to hear the historia of El Salvador. And um, so that was great feedback. And we figured, you know what? We should continue. We should definitely continue talking to Freddie. Um, so definitely appreciate you joining us. So we want a little talk about, which is, Kinda, it it fits right in where we are right now, June 2022. So, with all the graduates that are graduating this year, congratulations to you all. Um, I we thought that this would be a good opportunity to talk about La Historia, um, the university in El Salvador, and how what is the history of education um, and how it's started and you know I've always I've always heard different things and Freddie correct me if I'm wrong donde the education in El Salvador is you know for you have to pay for to go to school or there so many many people don't like here we have public schools right and then of course you have private schools pero en El Salvador if you want to go to school you have to pay for that starting the elementary school, junior high, high school, what we call here. Um, so those have always, I remember that, you know, some people didn't go to school, weren't able to, because they couldn't afford it. And here, the public the public school, of course it's free and so on. Um, but then heading to the university, you know, siempre I remember family saying, you know, yeah, um, muchos de nuestra familia, they would go to university and graduate, but unfortunately, el trabajo no había. There was not. There's not work, or you couldn't. It was a struggle. It was a scru- struggle to then um, you graduate de una materia, and then but there's no career, and that's always been a, a struggle. And I don't know if this has changed.
2: Well, think yeah, mm, the things are. Things are difficult in El Salvador for education for a long time and probably at the beginning, the beginning of this story or history, as you as you wish. Uh, it's uh, February 16, um, 1841. That's the, the date where the university was founded. And with the university, the government also uh, built the whole public education system. I mean, when when you read the the decree of of the university, um, they what what they say is we are going to build a national university and also a small school. Uh, that school, the name of that school was um, well, um, Escuela de la Asunción colegio de la asunción because here we, we call schools we call colegios we call them colegios so um, that's the beginning of the of the educational system in el salvador before that only the church and the and the priests were the only ones to teach people to read and uh, that was of course complicated because only catholic schools were allowed and they were only for uh, to learn to read and to write, very basic. Oh, Not, oh, wow. Nothing about formal education. The elites they were uh, they were going to um, to Guatemala to the university in Guatemala, and, and that's well today from San Salvador to Guatemala City it's like four hours in in car or or in bus. At that time, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was like or five days uh, on a horse or a mule. So it it was difficult. So people from the elites, they have the resources and the economy to send their children to Guatemala. Uh, so in 1840-1841, El Salvador decided, well the government of El Salvador decided that university was a necessity here. But actually, all the people that were studying at the university, they were in Guatemala. So who are going to teach these new kids? Who, who is going to teach them uh, they, their respective um, Colonos? careers? Like, yeah, yeah, the, the mayors. So uh, what they did at that time, or the government, what they did at that time is... Uh, uh, Search for every lawyer and uh, and I don't know uh, doctor in the city in the in the country, and ask them to be the teachers, the professors for the university, of course, but. Uh, um, between 1841 and 1847, that was that that, that was actually the, the year that the classes began, they were uh, educating young children. So the the young children, the first things the first thing that they did was to um give scholarships to 12 boys. I think it's 12 boys in the oh no, no no excuse me 14 14 boys for the whole country to go to the uni- to the school this colegio de la Asunción. they went to the school uh, and they started from 12 years old to 16 i think around 16 years when they actually get into the university so there was a time before the university started to work as as an institution right and
0: these guys got- that- these kids were, or kids were young adults, right? Young adults eran de familia rica. Were they, you know, the general public?
2: Now they were, of course, they were like very, uh, very well, um, very well known from the, from, from families, very well known, not necessarily rich, but of course they were homeschooled. So they were homeschooling their children's, I don't know if that's a word. Homeschooling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Homeschooling. Yeah. yeah. So the families, uh the families sent send them to the university when they already can read and some arithmetic and whatever, right? They they can do some basic operations and, and read and write. And after a while, uh, I think was around 1852, 53, I don't know, around yeah 1852 or three the first boy was graduated from the university of course only 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 boys only men went to the university at that time for the girls we will have to wait until 1886 for the first girl to go to the university so um the first guy graduated from the university it's called irineo chacon it's a very weird name I, i think that nobody is called like that today but irineo is like the female name for irene i think so that's why Uh yeah he was a male he was that that was a male version so irineo chacon he was a lawyer and after that he also was an engineer so he was like he he has two two careers and it was not normal, but very frequent that the people got like two careers at that time. I don't know why. The, the, the system was very strange. You went to the university and they gave give you a bachelor's degree, but not like the bachelor's degree in the United States, like four years. It was, I think, three years. And after that, they entered to the doctorado, like the PhD, right? But it was not like today. Today, you have to, to study for six, seven or eight years for a PhD. At that time, you only studied for two years. So with, with around five or six years, you were already a doctor. You, you were somebody with a higher degree of education with the higher degree of education. So in El Salvador, it was very common to have a, uh, a doctor in laws, a doctor in engineer uh, at the end of the 19th century. So the university... the. I, I mean, that was like the beginnings of the university. Uh, uh, one thing that it's very strange with the University of El Salvador is that the university began to f- to function in a monasterio, monastery. Okay. Is that monastery? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, monastery.
2: Yeah. yeah, monastery. They they began there mm-hmm. and the, the education they received was like a hybrid between uh Catholic education, like, like a seminar, and also a, uh, a university. I mean, they were they were learning theology and laws, canonical laws, and uh, I don't know, normal law, right? Or like Roman law. or, or Yeah, or,
1: what was at the time the, I don't know what they should be following at the time, maybe because we still had a lot of influence from Spain. Am I correct or not with that?
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so the university uh, it was functioning in a monastery from eighteen forty one to eighteen fifty four, so thirteen years approximately. And in eighteen in eighteen fifty four, San Salvador was hit by earthquake by an, by an earthquake, and the complete city went to the floor. I mean, there's a he, there there's an interesting description of of the people who was feeling they were they say they they felt cold air and after that hot air and after that the earthquake right and, and it was huge and the people was were sleeping so most of the buildings of public buildings just crumbled to the floor and then after that uh, the university was uh, translated translated no the university was moved to San Vicente it's a a, a different a whole different department and uh, what what I, I think this is the de, departamentos. it does no. it's a, a state. different state, state. Yeah, a different called, state. Yeah. well I didn't know state.
0: there was a, a huge earthquake in and I mean I remember always hearing that there's you know Earthquakes and everything, but it kind of sounds very similar to the 1906 earthquake here in San Francisco, where it kind of just crumbled the whole the whole city. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. So, so the government went to Cojutepeque, a different city, and uh, the university went to San Vicente. They were there on four years, four or five years, and then it came back to San Salvador, and. For the 1860s and 70s, the university was in some buildings around, moving around the 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 city capital cities in Salvador. And I think it was 18 1878 or 1879 that the university was uh, rewarded with a with a very beautiful building by the government. So the government built this. Huge! Uh, I, I don't know. It's a, it's it was like the traditional houses that they have in 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 San Salvador or, or in the towns of San Salvador. They, uh, around San Salvador, they have like these corredores. They it's it's always four holes and in the center there is a little f- f- fountain, I think. Right, it's
0: like Hacienda style, you know, like, yeah. así, son, así son las casas también. I've always, that's always a memory of como, how they build the homes. It's afuera and inside it's like a plaza, right? That we would apply yes. here, right?
2: So, but, so I'm, I'm, I, I'm going to share with you some of that pictures of that building. It, it was a wood building, actually, and it was going to be for the orphanage and they decided to give it to the university at the last moment. So the university stayed there from 1879 to 1955, if I am correct, I think, yeah, 1955. So um, that was like for 80 years, that was the university, the building of the university. And, And well, some things started to change at that time, of course because El Salvador as the whole region in Central America, they were uh, influenced by liberalism. These ideologies, political ideology and economical ideology transform everything, even the, the, the edu- education at the superior level. Uh, also, uh, the schools were transformed. It, it began to appear all these um, public schools in, this, in the country. And we, we can start to talk about uh, a public system of education in El Salvador. Uh, actually one of, uh, of the first uh, students and later first teachers of that system was our great grandfather, Tati and I, great grandfather, El Abuelo Felipe. El Abuelo he was Felipe. one of the first Teachers around 1889, I think. I have the, the documents. I have the the the, um, the grades of him from sonsonate and Zacatecoluca uh, at the time that they were beginning to study and to become uh, teachers in the whole country. Also, uh, our our grandfather. Well, well, your grandfather, my grandmother. Yes. <laughs> the 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 sons of, of Felipe Weso they also were uh, students. My my grandmother was in nineteen thirty. She was the first one of the first women that uh, was uh, nominated as directora from one school in Zacatecoluca very early in the in the twentieth century for for, for that for kind a, of education
1: for, and for a woman as well. When you think about it, right?
2: Yes, very early, and. And I I think that that is very interesting because um, because we start to see how women, uh, actually, they get into education very early. I I mean, uh, some people used to think that women were all the time in the houses doing, I don't know, domestic labor or domestic uh, actions, but not.
1: I think that's a little bit of the well-known word. Uh, machismo in nuestra cultura, correcto que la mujer a la casa, mm-hmm. uh, taking care of the kids, taking care of, of the cook, the cooking and washing clothes, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, I believe we mentioned one of the women from El Salvador, Maria Navarro. Yeah. Uh, and I believe she was one of the first women that graduated correct from from the university.
2: Yeah, right? she she was the very the first the first one.
1: The first one, right? Yes. I remember that. So is is at the same time that we're talking about having that issue where, they I don't know how to say it, because estamos tan acostumbrados que la mujer has to stay at home. However, there's always this need on the woman to break th- those uh, standards or those uh, stereotypes or. I mean, just to go and move forward, to be able to, to learn more, para educarse más, para poder ser parte de, de, de la educación or the system, the, the, the educational system. There,
2: there is something very weird for me. There's something very weird in, in the history of El Salvador because women from the lower classes, and, and I don't I, I don't like that that term, term like lower classes. I, I don't like it, but... Uh, Women in the lower classes, um, she, they, they tend to work all the time. It's very, very hard in El Salvador. It's very, very hard to think about a woman that was doing only a um, job in the house, just, just taking care of the things in the house. Most of the women from the lower classes who were working, they were, they were working as a peasant. They were, uh, I don't know, doing any kind of, of, of labor. For example, one of the things that were very common in El Salvador was the women that built or the, or the handcrafted hats. Today in El Salvador, nobody uses a hat, but at the time, in the 19th century, it was very useful because people was, were, were outside all the time and they needed these little hats. So women were doing it. Uh, other things that women do at the time were, um, I don't know how to call this, but they were uh, manufacturing um, or handcrafting um, tobacco tobacco like cigars or cigarettes. So that was very common. Another thing that it was strange, and, and I want to share this because it, it is unthinkable for today, Women went to work with their little children, and and that's something that I I was wondering recently because my son comes all the time to the to the to the office to talk to me, and I am like, go away, I have to work, and and the same with my wife. So I was thinking, how people did at that time with this with this uh, issue, right? Well, yeah. the thing is very very uh, logical. Women take the children to the work, so we have girls, little girls, working from four years to six years old.
0: Learning, and, and learning, were- learning, teaching them. Is this, yeah. is this is life, right? And, and, I, and I do wonder if uh, the lack of education, no fue que no querían, it was necessary. If you wanted to eat, if you wanted there to be food in the house and everything, there was no other choice. You have to make the money and you have to work out there there's no time for education. There's no there was no I don't think maybe in in um the 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 way they were raised the the raised the women and everything is well there's no time for that. Though they can't invest in yourself and not knowing that with investing in education vas a salir adelante, right? Those are probably not options at that time. It's no we have to we have to Eat. We have to survive. So, a trabajar. Okay? Yes, and yes, we are nice. pro, we programmed, and they program. I'm sure they program their kids. yeah, okay, you, know, you gotta just, you gotta go. You have to hustle. You have to make money.
2: Yes. Okay? Yes. And and I think that that's a reality that we we even witness today i mean it it doesn't it doesn't end in the 19th century or the 20th century we still watch that I, i i can recall people in the center of of san salvador in the downtown of san salvador working with their little children around i mean it's not time for taking them to the i don't know guarderia or something, right? So, so it's very hard actually for people to to try to have something to eat and at the same time raise their children. And, and and well, for example, Antonia Navarro, Maria Antonia Navarro, the first woman that women that woman that that get graduated from the university, she was single and with no children. So uh, women have to to do some sacrifices i think at the time right mm-hmm. uh but but not it, it was not always like that my 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 dad always told me uh, always t- all, all the time tells me that my grandmother she had four kids and three three girls one boy and she was all the time ha- having the help of Girls in the house, right? Like, like he has the crianza. I think it's the, the the name that they gave it to, to these girls. So, uh, my grandma, I don't know how did how she did that because she was traveling, she was teaching, uh, she also have a school of her own, a private school for her own, uh, and, and she was working all the time, right? And and after that, well, my 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 uh, aunt two of my aunts they went to the university uh, my dad and my, my elder aunt well they choose not to go to the university because civil war was coming and everything was very hard for them but my my grandmother all the time was there like like I don't know like this pillar from the hou- uh, of the house like everybody was around her a
0: different yeah, she ambition. ambition she had a, a different set of ambition a, a vision, set of mind and everything but you know, I think I think it's one of those where maybe at one time, at one time she said, No, aquí voy I'm gonna I'm gonna break the cycle here. I'm sí, sí. gonna go to school, I wanna educate myself, I want say, right? Like she had a whole I am I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> like, una, no. Yeah, she, yo
1: lo pienso así que era una mujer porque todo lo que hacía realmente es algo que quizás ahora lo vemos un poco more normal, but siempre existió esa necesidad, but to be able to find a balance to study, have a family is not always easy. And now it comes from men and for women for both genders, right? It's, it's hard, but I feel so happy. I, I, I knew about this. But not that much. So for me right now, listening to Fred is like, this is part of, of the history and the story of, of of my family. So it's very interesting to to find out all of this. I mean, I'm so happy. I'm so proud because eran mujeres, pues see great grandmas. I mean, it's amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that uh, there, there is a book. I I think it was published around 2011 or 2012. It's called, uh, translations are always always difficult. In Spanish, Spanish. Spanish. Mujeres en Público. Mujeres en Público in English is like women in the public eye or something like
1: that. It's the original version, Spanish. (laughs) Spanish.
2: So so this book, what they say is that liberalism was a contradiction. A part In, in part, it, this book says that liberalism was a contradiction. We say that in El Salvador from 1880 to 1920s, we have this era called liberalism. So at, at that time, men in positions of power, especially in the government, they truly believed that women were not made to the public to be in public. They they have to remain in the private area, just in the houses uh, doing domestic work. And uh, But also liberalism say that every human being, women and men were able to understand and to develop their intelligence on their capacity of analysis and everything. So this is very weird. I mean, men- Muy contradictorio. Yeah. Men men were saying, no, women cannot be educated. They should be with the kids and in the house. But at the same time, liberalism was saying, no, women had to be at the schools, at the university because they they small it.
0: little kids being uh, you know yeah it's so true i kind of yeah. i i feel the word feminist i i think i can't i contradict the word feminist all the time <laughs> so I think there is always yeah. Yeah. both and, sides like no 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 but like, no but like you know like who knows right you you just you where you belong you just need to focus on what you think is the right, the right way, but yeah. the contradiction, is, I think it's always
2: and, there. And, and there is a there is a interesting connection between the United States and El Salvador also, because if you remember this, in the 19, 16, 1916, 1918, uh, social movements in the United States were very, very strong. They were fighting for the rights, especially women. So women, I, I think that women get to vote in 1860, 1916, I think, in the United States or some some states, I don't know if it was universal, but that impacted in El Salvador because in the 1920s we got a lot of women studying at the University of El Salvador. Uh, they they were studying mostly um, odontología. What 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 is that in English?
1: Dentist.
2: <laughs> the dentist. <laughs> uh, Oh, you know? uh, what, what is the
1: right way? An orthodontist. Yeah. Orthodontist.
2: And uh <laughs> they were studying no, they my, were studying why you mean Oh my god, that's kind of
0: funny. Hmm.
2: Mm. I, I don't I don't know how to say this this career. chemica y pharmacia.
1: Pharma- pharmaceutical.
2: Yeah. Pharmaceutical. pharmaceutical yeah, you know, that that's so so they were studying that. It's very weird for me to, to hear that they were studying this. Um uh, it's amazing. some girls some girls went into into um law school but a little in the in the 1940s and 50s and uh, and I, I we don't know actually we don't know we still don't know why why women decided or why bo- women began to get into university in the 1920s and 30s uh we don't we don't understand why i mean it's, there is not law or Something. The, the only thing that I can think of is 1921, the 100 years of the independence. That really changed some things because Central America as a whole, the, the whole countries, the five countries get together and they say that there there was a need for union. They They have to become one country and they started to do it, but obviously political interests were always in there, so it wasn't. They they were they weren't able to do it. So, in that uh, political debate of the 1921 about the political union of the of the isthmus, they say we need to approve the um, el, el voto de la mujer, right? We we have to let women vote, and that well started. A whole new era of suffra- suffragism. I don't know if that a word in English. Suffragism, right? Women trying to vote, and in that, in that, um, that struggle. Well, my grandma appeared again. She was part of the F- Liga Feminista in El Salvador, and a, a lot of women from from the middle sectors and high, high, uh, high society were involved in this. And it, it, it is very interesting because women start, started to say we have rights and we mm-hmm. want rights. I, I mean, no men came and said, let women vote. Of course, nobody wanted that at the time. So yeah. the, okay, the, well, these yeah. are women saying mm-hmm. we want that right. And they fought for it. And they write, they wrote on the on the newspapers. They went into the street and, and said, here we are. And um, and it, it is interesting because, <laughs> because my, my dad told me at one time that my grandmother was the teacher of one of the presidents in El Salvador, oh uh, Julio Rivera. Julio Rivera was from Zacatecoluca. He was a president of El Salvador between 1962 and 1965 and at what one time when he was president he say niña tanchito me acuerdo como me pegaban en la escuela Liz. <laughs> so so, so my, my grandma was was hitting this guy in the president when <laughs> he it's was your president
0: <laughs> oh my god old school yeah so,
2: so we women they have they have agency and, yeah. and and we have to recognize that probably they were on uh, in the house yeah of course they were in the house so the guy went out, the man went out, he worked and bring the money back to home. But who was administering that money? Who was saying this is for this and for that was the woman. So it, it is a little naive to think that women does not have power. I mean they, they have and they have a lot of power actually.
0: You're right. I do. I think it's one of those things that aunque they think they um enfrente the man, but all behind it. It's, it's the women that in power. Okay, we're going to take a quick little break, and then we will come back to finish up the segment with Freddie. Um, so, we will be back. Okay. Hola Camina, this is Otti from Salin Impaira's Talk. just want to thank you guys all for your continued support. Continue to listen and support us at Saudi Mujeres Talk on Instagram. Thank you. Okay, so we're back from the break here. So again, we're talking to El Primo We talk about the history of the, univers- the University of El Salvador, and how it all kind of started. You know, one of the things that you you mentioned, Freddy, de que you know, no se sabe porque all of a sudden in, in 1920 uh, there was a slew of women that all just dis- that somehow decided to go to back to go to school to go attend the university and everything and that kind of shows you again that que no sé I don't want to say los salvadoreños. I don't want to say that tampoco pero that they didn't preserve the history of, of, of El Salvador and now only in the 20th century, 21th century, que we are, you know, with you and reading the reading the book and everything, they are now going back and like, okay, we need to preserve our history here. And somehow in all this reach, research and everything to be able to find the timeline of the historia of, the, of El Salvador. So it, it is one of those things that, you know, El Salvador is a, is a country, it's still tan, right yeah
2: yeah yeah I I, I think it's true I, I mean uh, most of the well one of the things is that we didn't have a program in history for uh, forever I mean it, it began like in 2000 and 2000 in 2000 we're, we're the first student going to the to the university to study history so our archives our libraries uh, we're completely abandoned, right? And, and that, that's important because now that we are going, we are trying to do some history of, of the University of El Salvador uh, we find out that most of the records, we, we don't have it in uh, the archives have been lost because of, I don't know, a lot of, of things that happened. Uh, I, I am recently I am think it's doing, the de
0: la guerra también? is that also a huge a huge reason yeah, behind Yes, because, the
2: loss? because university was closed from eighteen from nineteen eighty 1980 to nineteen eighty four so almost four years closed by the government and the military so it it was it was terrible for the university and, and I am I'm a very good friend of the head of the archive in the university and she told me that this was terrible. She she has been there from 1985, 86 until today. So <laughs> she, she's part of the archive now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she was telling me that it was very, very hard to, to find all that documentation in on the floor. And soldiers used to use it as toilet, toilet paper for making fires sell the sell whatever they can sell they sell that uh so micros- microscopes for five colonies I think or something like that. I mean it was it was terrible. But but a lot of things happened to the university. As as I said in 1854 this big earthquake uh threw throw to the ground the whole building. So I am imagine that some of the documentation got lost We're got lost, lost. Got lost in that. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that in 1889, the National Archives in El Salvador were burned, uh, well, one, one part of them. And we still have it. We still have that uh, 140 years old uh, pieces of paper burned down. And uh, I don't know why people is not digitizing that because it's necessary. I, w- I was going
1: to they- ask you if, if, if I mean... I don't want to say you, but the university, I don't know, had started, they started doing that, like putting in a computer or in a digital way that you can have like a backup, right? Not only the physical documents.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we, we are still trying to make people conscious about that, the importance of that, because we we always think as documents as old papers here. So uh, it's very hard. It's a
1: shame. Yeah, yeah. What
2: what we have now is, is, um, speaking about documents from the first years of the university, the oldest one that I found uh, was... 1884 I think. So that left us with 40 years of unknown history of university. Uh, All that papers were lost and the only things that we have is the pieces of paper that survived to the fire and to the I don't know floods and everything. And, and And happily we have one book that is uh, well actually four books of one uh, guy who was uh, recording or, or he was doing like some research and he got all these papers about the university in the 19th century and speeches and, and other things of the uh, authorities so that's the only way that we have to to understand the first years of the university uh, we know that it was a university very for the elites only there, there was not opportunity for somebody from the people to go there um, and yeah. we also know that it was a very small institution they have money from the government and they were functioning well as the government government wanted uh principally we, we have three i think it was three careers at the beginning theology laws and sc- and the medicine school that was the third three three main well only three careers at the beginning and after that uh, 1874 I think we have engineer engineers uh, studying at the university and uh, I think it was chemical pharmaceutical that we say before it was the other one I, and I think it was five five um, what what in the United States we understand as colleges? We have like five colleges, college and this with college, different I have career.
1: Let, yeah, let me tell you what I have learned about that. <laughs> because you mean well, what is a college? What is a university? They both work as the same thing. The only thing is maybe I don't wanna say the prestige of the university is always gonna be higher and give you better job opportunities than the college but it's basically the same yeah
2: yeah, yeah but, but but universities they have through two or three or four colleges inside of them sometimes that may be huge universities they have colleges inside right but but originally in the in the system in the, in the edu- educational system in the United States they they were born as Colleges and they later transform into universities. universities. In El Salvador, mm-hmm. that doesn't work like that. I mean in Mexico it happens something similar. In Mexico, you have like Universidad Autónoma, and you also have Colegio de Mexico y Colegio de Michoacán that are small universities, but specialize in some
0: particular area
2: of knowledge. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. But but we 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 weren't born like that. We were a university and we have tres carreras all right and mm-hmm. with time we change that different uh, careers into facultades but if i say in english faculty we are going to think about the people who work inside of the department of history yeah, or yeah. anthropology or whatever we and i'm not referring to the to the to the professors i'm referring to the institution so we have like five facultades in the university mm-hmm. of el salvador for the for the end of the 19th century and mostly, in in, in until today, uh, mostly they were studying laws or medicine. Those were and are the more important uh, the more important careers in the university. After that comes everything else, and, <laughs> and I think that mm, well after that I think that dentistry we say dentistry or. Well,
1: or, or,
2: or, that's
0: these does it sounds a little crazy though, because you know, when you ask little kids, like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right? A dentist, a, dentist, a, dentist. a doctor, <laughs> a lawyer, you know, yeah, so that's it. That's just like the basic, the basic thing that, that, um, I don't know, it's it's so common. So, I, I wonder, get, I in El Salvador, I was like, no. Those three other careers that you want to choose. And if you want to go to the university, that's all you have, the choices that you have. And that's but, that. but
1: you know when I understand, Freddie, right now having issues like how to say the correct words in English. It I mean you you study here too, Freddie. So I mean, I'm still learning when people ask me because you mentioned early before uh, the bachelor degree, how many years they should be, the PhD. The associates, I mean, I had to learn all over again, all of that. An associates degree, it lasts like, what, two years or three? The bachelor's degree lasts five years. That's for us licenciatura. Mm -hmm. You become a licenciado. Today,
2: today they are four years, and then Mm you're going to the master's for two years, and then you're going to the PhD for four or five years more.
1: Yeah, man, that's a lot of. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I understand you. Like, yeah, and even with the, with
0: the school systems. Them, yeah, you have community college, yeah, and mm-hmm. have okay. university, state university, right? So it is, there's there's different the different the different levels. Yeah, the,
2: yeah. The, and that that's that's an interesting difference between the United States and El Salvador. Uh, in El Salvador, we only have one university one national university. All the other universities, they are private. Private. private institutions. Uh, in the United States, it's not like that. In the United States, you have lots of universities in, yeah. uh, in each state, right? Uh, well, I, I was studying at Indiana University and IU, they have eight campuses in, all over Indiana. Here in El Salvador, we have one university, the, the, the University of El Salvador, that we call it with Love, La Nacional, but La Nacional. no place in the name. It's called Nacional. It's University of El Salvador. One time around 1940, it was called Universidad Nacional de El Salvador, but mm-hmm. only for 10 years, I think. And, and another time it was called Universidad Autónoma de El Salvador too. But but those names were gone. For Forgotten for the for good, and, and now we are just Universidad de Salvador, and we have three camp, well, four campuses. We say uh, one in Santana, in the western part. In the other la- on the other side, in San Miguel, we have another one, and we have one in San Vicente that we call La Para Central. Those are like the the different uh, different campuses around around the the. Um, country and actually the the smallest one in people and students and in buildings is the one in san miguel but also it is the most the biggest one i mean it has huge um uh, terreno Mm -hmm. piece of land and they are have only developed one small part of the of the of the area so we are only one university and I don't know how much, how many, univers- private private universities. I think around twelve or thirteen. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and, and I have a sorry to interrupt, Freddie. I have a question for you because when you say it's a national university, does this means that it's public or the fees are very, like, uh, low? Is more accessible for people than a private one?
2: Otti was was asking about this, and I think that. We start talking about other, other things. But yeah, in, in El Salvador, we have a public system of education that is totally free for kids from kindergarten or yeah, to
1: high school mm-hmm.
2: to, to high school. Yeah, you can yeah. go and there is no problems. The, the only problem is that some some schools, some public schools go to ninth grade I think it's it's the top and there are another ones that goes to the to the high school right so Mm -hmm. sometimes you can find it separate but mostly we we got it integrated Mm -hmm. and then you can go to the University of El Salvador. In 2021 the University of El Salvador reached the total free education uh, system uh, from the night from 2021 2022 we have only uh, we we have total free education in the university so you can go and you only pay i I think it's like five or six dollars for a for a documentation a little piece of documentation they give you and then you go to the university make your test and there you go but,
1: but i have to tell you something okay and i have to be very honest here okay so I have studied in two private universities over there. And I'm actually right now um, working on my, on my bachelor's degree from a, a, a private one. But I need to say this, and I'm very honest about it. The fame, uh, <laughs> la Universidad de El Salvador has is very, very, very big because everybody says, no cualquiera lo logra. In the first semester that you go over there you show what you're made of porque te pasan por el colador how do you say the colador in, in English? Like the little oh my God, un colador when you have to I don't know the name right now but basically it's, it's not easy uh, for a lot of people to stay because the, the quality of the education is very 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 good very good that's i know like, a lot of people it's hard
0: it's, it's, it's brutal that's a, yeah Got yes
1: it. Got yes it. and i believe i'm correct
2: in I'm many correct. ways i think <laughs> it, it is it is yeah. hard because it's a it's a huge campus uh, very hard to 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 live there i mean um not to live to left it to live to, to be there right it's very yeah. hard because you have to To learn to, I don't know, to survive in this campus. I mean, (laughs) it's very difficult because people it's very uh, different. Different. Uh, We we because it's a free university. We have people from from lower classes and high class and everything. It's all together in there. Uh, I don't know about the quality. I think that this is complicated because I am a professor <laughs> there, but but I am always saying that my- But you were an,
1: an alumni too, correct? Yes,
2: yes. Yeah. So uh, I, I, what, what I'm saying is that we have new careers like history and anthropology. And those are very different careers from the traditional ones. And what, I, what I'm saying, it's like, um careers like philosophy or sociology they were they were created in the 1950s, 1960s and these uh, teachers came from a long tradition of um, long tradition of teaching. They have their their special way of teaching, right So sometimes they are very, very hard. sometimes they wanted to, be an obstacle for the students and and i don't like it i don't like that yeah. and That's sometimes young, younger one younger teachers they 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 relate with it with the student and they they identify themselves with the students and try to to <laughs> be obviously more more open we mm-hmm. are not like that because my teachers were totally different i mean i i i call them by their first name yeah, I have a, a huge confidence with them. I, I can talk about anything with them. And now that I am not a student, but a colleague with them, right? So the, the same teachers that teach me now are my uh, colleagues. My colleagues, yeah. And yeah. actually, I'm now the boss. I, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> now I am the coordinator of the of the of the licenciatura in historia. So they they have to call me and say I can go to work. I need permission. I need this. I need that. <laughs> so it's very very funny. But uh, after all this, what I have learned is that they teach me to to do my classes. They teach me how to to talk to the students, to have this confidence, but at the same time respect with them. So newer careers are different from those traditional ones, I think. So, sadly, there are some problems. For example, in the university, some some of our uh, professors, they cannot use a computer. And they went to the houses with the pandemic and they have to teach through the computer, but they, they cannot use it. They don't have one. They need a, a, a son or a grandson to be with them in the class to be operating the computer while they were teaching. So it's kind of difficult. It's mm-hmm. uh, difficult. University, I I don't know about about the quality of education. I think I, I, I wanted to say that we are very good. We have good level, and I can speak for myself because I went to the United States and I was sitting there with people from Yale, from the University of London, from Berkeley, UCLA, and, and I, I didn't feel, I didn't feel bad, I I, I, I and, and English was their first language, I was learning, so it was fun, actually, for me, I was very funny was because...
1: Do you think yeah, so? it
2: was a challenge. It was a challenge, but what I learned that actually the University of Salvador gave me the, the tools to, to do it to make to make that that uh, that jump to the to the first world. Actually, of course, there is a huge, there there are huge differences with with, <laughs> with the it's United States and Salvador <laughs> in higher education. Yeah. But um, I but have I to think agree that
0: with you. Este, so my dad este me decía. Um, when I was in high school, my sister and I, les voy a a Salvador a estudiar allá, and I would cry. I do like, no, I don't want to. No, no. You're you would you would receive a, such a, a better education allá en el Salvador. And because he was talking about one of his brothers that they um, he came here at junior high maybe high school, and where he would his education level was higher than aquí. The only difference is see. English was his setback, but the education itself, mathematics, science and history and everything. He was ahead of the, he was ahead. And so he's like, no, I was like, no, please don't do that. I would cry and everything. So (laughs) I'm not surprised to hear you say that Freddie, that although you came here to study and everything and probably, yeah, the probably only setback that you have was that English was your second language but that you were able to keep up with these elite students from, from Yale, from Harvard and everything that That tells you there, that tells you there that the education you received a good education in El Salvador. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I think that probably to high school, um, education in El Salvador is very good until high high school, right? Because we have to be prepared to, to work actually to, most of the people, and, and, and I want to say, I, I am very aware that I am part of the elite. I, I, I'm never saying no to this. I, I am very aware of that. But what I am saying is that m- most people, most, most Salvadorians only studied to, to high school or the first year of the university. M- most of the people. Then you have to find a job. You have to to be struggling to live uh, and everything, right? And and, and Today, most people are not going to the they're not going to the university. They are studying English to be working in a call center or something about I don't know something related with with English. So, uh, because those jobs are jobs are very well paid, in um, here in El Salvador, not yeah, in the United yeah. States. Uh, and and I decided to keep going with my higher education. And after I graduated from a university, I chose to go to the United States and but that's not for everybody Uh, and and I and I say this to my wife I I told her this is not for everybody but I'm going to do it because I like it because I love my career and and I want to do it but uh, I think that at at a higher level I mean education after the bachelor degree in the United States it's way, way far from us. I mean, if I compare a master's degree in El Salvador with one in the United States, even in a small university, there is no way to compare. It's way better over there. We, we we, can't talk about PhD because in El Salvador we have, I don't know, very, very, very few. I think like two or three or four programs in that uh, aspect. And in the United States you know that most universities have a PhD level, I don't know, lots of universities. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that's the difference because in the United States, only PhD, only people with PhD can teach at the university. Yeah. If you have a master's degree, you go to the higher, to to high school. That's it. Uh, Here, if you have a bachelor degree, you're teaching the university and nobody cares about it and how it's possible that 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 can be. I mean, you you have to have a, a uh, um, master or a PhD degree to teach the universities, and that's what is making the difference. I I think that's what it's making the difference. I, I,
1: I really? making the difference. Yeah. and yeah. you know what? And not only that is is what you mentioned early. Uh, and Otis said it right. I don't want to say all the Salvadorenos, but it definitely has to do also with the attitude of the person. In this case, you that t- you took the challenge to continue your your master's degree, and right now, if I'm correct, you're gonna keep with the p you, you're gonna keep going with the PhD, right? Yeah, no, I'm listening. <laughs>
0: I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie's wife is, is <laughs> like, Qué? What do you oh. mean? I'm <laughs> <saying?"> <laughs> I had to
1: because, to be honest with you, when I think about giving that jump because I will jump. I mean, I live here in the United States but I'm getting the bachelor's from El Salvador. Everybody asks me all the time, is it gonna count? Is it gonna be valid? Are you wasting your time? Are you wasting your money? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not because there's so many people that has done the same thing. They got uh, their degree over there and then they come over here to get a master's. Now, I feel nervous. I feel the the challenge, and Fred is always like, no, 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 you're gonna do it. It's not like I'm gonna consider it. I'm gonna no, you will do it. So a lot of things from It's easier from to have.
2: <laughs> it's easier to study a master's degree than to make the exams for for your qualifications for for incorporation over there,
0: because
2: yeah. they are going to ask you for a lot of a lot things. Of things.
1: Yeah. yeah, but that's the motivation in. I mean, it's so nice to know that a lot of people is, is willing to continue, right, the, the higher education and to know that we have uh, uh, una universidad that is caring to provide that free education for everyone that is interested in, in continuing with it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's really great to know about that. I know that we could talk way more about uh, la universidad del salvador but just to know um, the basic on it just to know also the 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 attitude of the people that went to the university what the university has gone through like terremoto like moving from different places i mean i didn't know that i didn't have a, a clue on it in just knowing what i know because i grew up over there that's how I, I knew about about la Universidad. You mentioned, no, that was only for 10 years. I'm like, no, nope, but for me, it's gonna <laughs> be like that forever. Yeah. So it's been uh, really refreshing and really I I always feel proud of the information that we get from you because um it makes you think and evaluate evaluate a lot of things of myself and then. Of our country as well,
0: yeah.
2: Yes, uh, the uh,
0: I, of education it seems like yeah. they, and it, it seems like it's, it's a little ha, is at a point, a good point, but it does seem like it still needs to evolve for many more, right? Because you're saying it's only a very limited. Because I here in the United States, you have extensions of universities for then others to so have easier access, right? and so it does seem like in El Salvador you if you're in like a rural area of Salvador and to imagine to be able to come to to the capital to get, to get to, to school i mean i think is a big reason why mucha gente they don't continue their education cuz it's like no it's impossible it's impossible it's it's possible but it's impossible right yeah and
2: and at the same time we also have like i i think i I'm not sure of the numbers, but I think that we are ha- having like 18,000 aspirants. Aspirants, is that a word? Yeah, right. Huh? Yeah. 18,000 yeah. aspirants, people that want to go to the university, but we only are able to have like 10,000 of them or 11,000 oh, of them. Wow. So that that's huge. And after the second year, normally we have like only 40% of the people keep going with their, with their education. So first and second year are key to understand why our white people is just letting that go because they have to, they have to work. They have to, they have families and, and it's not possible. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, very interesting. Well, thank you Freddie again for sharing this history. And is there any last, last things you want to say before we sign off?
2: Well, yeah, I, I think that, uh, I, I am the kind of person that thinks that uh, university is not for everybody and people try, uh, tend to misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that people is not capable of, everybody is capable of right. studying whatever they want. Absolutely. But I think that we have to be very aware of our vocation, what what we want to do with our life. And one thing, and two, I think parents must be aware that, a word that Kids need to be prepared from very, very early to be part of the public system of education or private system of education. So, as parents, I think that we have a lot to to say about this. And sadly, in El Salvador, people think that people tend to think that we can send children to the school and they're going to take care of them. And and it's not like that. And I think family is very, very important. Uh, for for children for education, and well, I think that university is not just to study and to find a, a good job, is to re- realize our dreams. Wow, for me, growth. my my career is not a job. For me, my career is my life. I mean, I I do what I do because I want to. The, I I think that a couple of years ago my wife and i were thinking what if we got the lotto we we got the lottery and and we got like 30 millions of dollars and and we can do whatever we want and i said damn i want to be Doing research in history. I mean, still a a millionaire and I want to do it. (laughs) You identify yourself.
0: That's what it sounds like. That you identify yourself with your work. And it's a it's a passion. And you were you're one of the lucky ones that has been able to find that, that you are passionate of what you do. This is this you could call it a hobby, you can call it whatever, but it it does seem like this you have you found something that identifies who you are. And Mm -hmm. And I think you're right. I think this is something that, you know, Salareños and even here, I think is something that we're constantly saying we have to change our, our mindset when it comes to education and teaching our kids at a very young age that, nope, as you have to continue, you continue. You have to understand how important education is. Yeah. It's, and it's, that, what,
2: you, it's what you said yeah. a moment ago that people want to study medicine or laws because they want money. Right. And it's not like that. I mean, if, no. we, if I want to study music, I can I, I want to study that and I can do it. And, and that's why, why I say higher education is not just a job, it's a dream that comes true. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. It's really nice to listen to you sharing that and because when we mention you, I mean, we always say he's very passionate about it, but it's because I believe you find you, you found a purpose
0: yeah. with your that's career.
1: Funny. And, and that's you is merged with your life yeah. so yes. that that's what we all want right that's and I believe what you mentioned with the kids is try to identify when they're very young what are let's call it their talents their strengths, so we can guide them so they can succeed in whatever the talent or strength they have as well so it's really nice thank you for sharing that and thank you for sharing your knowledge I always say that the knowledge that you have because who better than you to let us know uh, all of this information from El Salvador and especially today with this topic that we hope that everybody that is listening uh is enjoying it as well.
0: Yes, yes.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you and follow us at Salmies Talk on Instagram and listen to us and follow us on Spotify. Thank you. Thank you. Later. Thank
2: you Ferdi. Bye. 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 Good night. Bye bye.